Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's now time for News Headlines with Molly on a big party show. Health reasons are forcing Douglas County District Judge Dwayne Doherty to recuse himself from a trial of multiple murder suspect Dr. Anthony Garcia. Uh, that was what uh, has put Garcia's trial on hold. Garcia is facing four counts of murder for uh, deaths lead, um, dating back to 2008 and 2013. And in the coming weeks, Omaha public school parents and teachers will be able to look through and grade different health and sex education textbooks and handouts at curriculum nights going to be held around the city. Omaha World Herald is reporting that the curriculum review and purchase process outlined at last night's school board meeting is the next step in OPS's update of its health and sex education program. So this is the first time that the program has been updated in 30 years. Materials that get the stamp of approval from parents and teachers will be uh, put in the classrooms this spring for a test run. Teachers will vote on the textbooks that they get to test drive, and the school board is expected to vote on the final curriculum purchase in May. And with warmer weather right around the corner, Omaha Storm Chasers are offering fans a special treat since Monday. For 84 consecutive hours, staffers have been working to provide fun events, giveaways, and even free tickets to Storm Chasers fans. It's all called the four-day frenzy, and today is the last day to get in on the fun spring training skills, competitions for kids, plus free games, all going on today at Warner Park. And Chick-fil-A is giving out free food to early risers at its new location at 123rd and Dodge. Costco. Campers, I know. Campers started lining up yesterday to be the first 100 customers in line when the store opens today. Those lucky customers will receive free food for a year. Making the deal even better, customers who have been camping out and in line were given breakfast, lunch, and dinner while they waited. And and now where? Does that make you feel lazy? You don't sit in line for food? waiting for free food for well, a, a lot year. of people have jobs. I mean, <laughs> you would have had to have, you know, I mean, yes. you can do that. It was a, it was a Wednesday. <laughs> I would like to see what the demographics were of the people. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome if you could do it. Yeah. And you're yeah, a fan. Out there. I ate, uh, I, that's all I ate yesterday for, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Very good, It was man. literally the free samples that they gave us. I had a breakfast sandwich for Chick-fil-A. I had four of them for breakfast, mm. two of them for lunch, mm. and three of them for dinner. Wow. <laughs> what is your sodium content Pretty today? high, probably. <laughs> you're just retaining everything, ever really liquid. But you're happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The former editor... <laughs> The former NSA contractor who exposed the government's sweeping electronic monitoring program and the CEO of Google are just two of the big names backing Apple against the FBI. Edward Snowden is supporting Apple's refusal to follow a federal court order to help the FBI unlock a cell phone used by one of the San Bernardino shooters. And the CEO of Google tweeted that forcing companies to enable hacking could compromise users' privacy. Now, Apple's CEO, Tim Cook, is still refusing the FBI's demand to unlock the phone used by one of the terrorist shooters. 
A White House spokesperson told reporters yesterday that the FBI wants Apple to open only one phone, not to write new code and create a backdoor for a whole class of phones. But uh, Tim, Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple, says that that's exactly what the FBI is trying to force Apple to do and that writing code for a backdoor with one phone would just be opening abuse for all. I think James Comey, who is the head of the FBI, means well. I mean, he's trying to keep us safe. That's what he's supposed to do. Yeah. So his job, he should doggedly say, I got to crack that. I got to get in that phone. Um, he's a really honorable guy. But I would agree with the big surprises. The former NSA CIA chief, Michael Hayden, is siding with Apple. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't he get said, it. quote, uh, I think Jim Comey's wrong on this one. He says America is simply more secure with unbreakable end-to-end encryption. I don't think Tim, uh, Tim Cook yeah. and Apple are trying to... Uh, be negative against the FBI. I, not I, obstruction. They need to get together and yeah. come together with because, something. Um, like we've, I've said this a bunch of times. The the Nobel Prize should go for the next five years until we fix it. Encryption. All digital encryption because yes. it is going to bring it all down. Oh, oh, yes, it will. Well, I keep mean, in mind that the FBI is coming off of last week this time. There was a hack. Um, and they, there was like, not anonymous, but another one of those, you know, hacker organizations got in and infiltrated all of their, uh, their, you know, their agents, uh, passwords, things like that. Oh, they released all that info, yeah. Yeah, and it's not so much worried about the hackers doing it, it's the secondary markets when you're talking about China and all of these places that want to buy that information and do whatever it is that they they do with it. God, it seems as if if Apple can create something that's unhackable, you know what I mean? You can't. Get, there's no backdoor to it. Why can't we? Um, the FBI do that. The government have no well, backdoor. Because the private I mean, industry has the most talented people because you can pay yeah. them the most. Yeah, I guess you think right. that we're going to have more be- well, be- better eggheads at the FBI than at Apple? God, probably not. I mean, it's not the, uh, the episode of the X Files. <laughs> It's Apple. I mean, it's the people who have invented all the stuff. Look at what's in your hand. Yeah. My, my wingy? Oh my, that's what I call my we'll phone. Put that down. In your other hand. Oh, okay. What's taking pictures okay. of your wingy? Yeah. Ew. Your iPhone. Uh, Republican presidential candidate Ted Cruz says that he is not surprised that rival Donald Trump is threatening to sue him. Last night, there was a town hall event held, and uh, Texas Senator. Uh, Ted Cruz said that Trump has been suing people for decades. Cruz defended campaign ads that are criticizing Trump for things that he has said in years past on issues like abortion. Cruz repeated a challenge to Trump to go ahead and sue him and said that he would personally depose Trump. And Americans who are petrified by the idea of President Trump, uh, apparently there's an island in Canada that is offering their services. A new website has announced that this tiny Canadian island, Cape Breton, is going to accept political refugees from the U.S. should Trump be elected. They got a good hockey team. I think they're the Screaming Eagles. Are they? The Cape Breton Screaming Eagles, I believe. Yes. Everybody uh, always says they're going to Canada politically. No one ever does. Yes. So it's Nova Scotia native who launched the idea. It's already gotten 10,000 hits since going live on Tuesday. I don't know if anybody really wants to move to an island off of Nova Scotia. Oh, but sure, it's beautiful. Options out there. Yeah, gorgeous. I would switch places tomorrow. I'm just sick of Omaha. <laughs> I'm sick of this place. It's so pretty today, though. I'm, getting my, I'm buying my Screaming Eagles tickets. I'm moving. Hashtag Hockey Island. Hockey Island. That's what it is. 
Bill Cosby is suing a woman who accused him of drugging and sexually assaulting her. The woman's allegations have triggered the only criminal charges against the comedian in ongoing sexual assault scandal. The New York Times says that the lawsuit alleges that the woman's lawyers broke an agreement in a previous civil suit that said that the woman had resolved out of court, that they had resolved the issue out of court. And so for her going on for these criminal charges is, is breaking that agreement. Now, more than 50 women have come forward and accused Bill Cosby of sexual assault. And the FBI and the LAPD are investigating the hack of a Hollywood hospital computer system. Authorities say that Hollywood's Presbyterian Medical Center paid a $17,000 ransom in Bitcoin and untraceable digital currency to restore their records. Now, the See, malware attack... It's going on all over the place. I mean, this is on... I mean, it's not only the hospital, but... Hap- I mean, I, I saw the local story here that the FBI is talking about it happening here to Ransomware. people. Ransomware. Ransomware. It sucks. Yeah. It's but I'm saying we all... It's mutually assured destruction, right? We all are invested in it, right? Yeah. We all have something to, to, to bear. You bet. They say the attack only affected select areas. They don't believe that any patient or employee information was compromised. I mean, that would be the big concern with a healthcare organization like that is how much privacy issues were were they, taking. They just want to scare the hospital enough that they pay it. And if you notice the price point, that's why it's priced at. They just want to. It's a money maker. How much was the money? What's Seventeen thousand. Yeah, that's it. They know where to get it. And like, uh, the, the the grim thing is that the federal authorities say. Well, pay it. What do you want us to do? That's why IT really needs to be this. That's where where it should be at. You know, the IT guy at any workplace is no longer the guy that just goes, move, unplug, plug, jiggle your mouse. It needs to be a cybersecurity stud. Yes. Because most of the private industry now gets nailed, and then they call the FBI. The FBI can't do anything. The FBI's like, we still can't even get into our iPhone. I'm putting fart 67. It's not working. Uh, that Florida teenager accused of impersonating a doctor is now also facing charge- charges of forgery and grand theft. The 18-year-old was arrested Tuesday for allegedly examining an undercover officer inside a medical office that he set up in Palm Beach County. He set up a whole medical practice, even he's with a, a website. He's How a did bright he? kid. He's like really <laughs> looks like Dookie Hauser. Did you hear him talk? He's He's going to go places. He's well-spoken. How did, how did he get the, the money to do all this? This is even more weird. I'd, is well, he loaded or something? or done it before. When he was 17, so he's 18 now. When he was 17, he was posing as an anesthesiologist. Like, he went to a hospital. And finally, like, one of the doctors is like, how old are you? I mean, because he, you know, I mean, the guy's like, you're not an anesthesiologist. Like, you're a kid. And that got him caught when he was 17, and now he's rebooted, rebranded, and gone into private practice at the age of 18 and set up, like, a strip mall front, and he was doing house calls, and that's where these new charges come. An 86-year-old patient has come forward accusing this 18-year-old suspect of stealing her checkbook during one of his house calls and emptying her bank account. Well, that's not That's cool. a problem no. there. He's so not just... That's genuine criminal activity, because I was just going to say, keep an eye on him, though, because he does seem like a kid we're going to circle back to. I think that's so funny that that's your line in the sand. Not the fact that he was illegally, like, having, illegally giving, dispensing medical. I don't well, know. Who's such of a dope to go, yes. where I recognize the kid is smart, I wouldn't go to him 
as a doctor, who are no. these morons that walk in and sit down with a little kid? You can see it from a mile away. He hasn't been hiding it from no. anybody. No. Well, I mean, it also speaks to, I mean, obviously he must have been, I mean, he wasn't going through Medicare or Medicaid or insurance. He must have been a cash-based deal. So think about people that don't have insurance. What options do you have? Well, if you find out that there's some guy that takes cash and he's reasonable and he's got the storefront, those are the people probably going. It's not people like you and me that have actual insurance i mean Thanks blue cross Obama. blue cross blue shield is your 15 year old doctor you can keep him <laughs> exactly wow don't think that they're getting 18 to... though jeez i know 18 years old uh a new bracelet is providing a jolt of caffeine without the need for coffee or soda it's called the jewel bracelet and it straps on the wrist and uses a patch to deliver caffeine directly through the skin each, pass, each patch costs around a dollar, provides a coffee cup's worth of caffeine over a four-hour period. People behind the bracelet have already raised more than $40,000 online and expect to have it ready for delivery this uh, summer. So it's kind of one of those like GoFundMe deals. But it's called the Jewel Bracelet, but it's spelled J-O-U-L-E. Why can't you just drink coffee? I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe this for is for a reason. For people, like maybe this is for like uh, people on the stock exchange can't have liquids, aren't, aren't drinking anything. They can just have a, br- a bracelet that keeps giving them a. a they, they can't a have jewel. anything to drink out there on the on the exchange. Well, they're busy. I they're mean, they're not they're not holding coffees and stuff like that while they're in the middle of trading. Right. Don't you spill on that computer screen? You'll crash the stock market. <laughs> I mean, I think that they can have drinks on the floor. I'm just saying, a lot of times they look oh. like they're busy. Maybe this saves them the hassle okay. of having to actually drink something. That's what happens. I was expecting them to be using like those spill-proof cuppy thingies. Probably that they have the super cups. Yeah. The big party show. Wake it up. Wake up here. Wake up laughing. Finals a fantastic movie that everyone should watch about the industry. It's so interesting how back in the day, it's not, it's I mean, a it series. changed a series on it's HBO. It's not a movie. It's a series on HBO. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, you find yourself doing Wikipedia and at the same time who these guys are uh, from back back when, you know, the Led Zeppelin days and so on and so forth and how these labels get started and how things have just changed in the industry. I do that uh, on so everything, much. though, man. Yeah. I can't get through anything on television anymore without Googling. <laughs> Pull up the iPad, wiki it. Yeah. It's actually fun. You've got me I into doing Wikipedia, that. I love Wikipedia, man. You know. And then you go down that rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. Flick, you got to get super informed. And then you're like, okay, back to the flick. Yeah. Now that I know everything, now that you have like your PhD in 70s, <laughs> uh, 70s music industry business. Well, like I did watch <laughs> vinyl in there. And, and so the period of when this episode was taking place was in the 70s. Yeah, it was in the 70s. But at the office, they're playing in the background and hearing, come on, feel the noise. That was weird. <laughs> because it wasn't Quiet Riot, it was the band who originally did come on, See, feel the noise. I didn't know which that. Which was the band Slade. Okay. All right. I didn't know that. So that's why it's current. Uh, but I wouldn't have known without the Wikipedia. Uh, there were a couple songs that they played where my husband was like, I don't think that that's... There was another one that they played later on, and it was like during that crazy scene with uh, Andrew Dice Clay at the house. And there was a song playing. He's like, I don't know if that's the same time period. Oh, I bet you they did their homework. And oh, they know. Sure. It's produced by Mick Jagger and Martin Scorsese. Uh, what do you think of where did Mick Jagger's kid come from? His kid? Which, Which one is kid? his kid? See, I don't even know He's that. He's a punk rocker. Oh, that's from his a kid, nasty really? bits or whatever the hell? He's a Jagger. He, he looks really? like him. His he opening does. scene where he walks in. He does. And he's got that swagger, that Jagger swagger. 
That's the lead singer. I assume that's his kid. Oh, wow. I guess. Right? Yeah, you would assume so, I guess. Yeah. The punk rocker wow. Molly that slept with right. the... Uh, with the He's r- in that band Nasty Bits or whatever the hell that... I, I tried to find info on that. I don't know who those guys are or who came of those guys. Um, well, is it all based on facts or is it all loosely? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't wiki everything. His dad is uh, Mick Jagger. His mom is Jerry Hall. There you go. James oh. Jagger. He is 30 years old. He joins siblings Georgia, Liz, Jade, Gabriel, Karis, and Lucas. What? But where's he been? I can't believe that guy hasn't been on your radar, Molly. He's... Uh... I don't think he's been in a whole lot of stuff. It looks like ever since, I mean, he's only been in the occasional thing from what I'm seeing. Mr. Nice back in 2010, but vinyl seems to be like the big, big breakthrough for him. That's good. So this is one of those reasons why it validates having HBO. Yeah. Which people can get HBO now without having cable. Well, I thought you were going to say this is what validates HBO having a rock star now. dad yeah, <laughs> who's, that funding, who's funding a project. You're like, I think my son would be perfect to play this. Well, I get He's mad at Don't you guys get mad at HBO? You're like, come on, man. Well, you pay it for it. It doesn't give you a whole lot. No. gives you your Game of Thrones here and there. I only watch it for Game of Thrones. And now, thank goodness, vinyl has started. Um, other than that, I don't. It doesn't have much other value for me. I try to go to HBO Go every now and then and find out what's there, but it doesn't. It's just me, I think. Well, and so the you, other things so I do have. So do you guys like Bobby Cannavale? He's the, the Cannavale, however you say his name. He's mm-hmm. the lead. Yeah, he's the one who cries whenever he... he uh, I'll just cry. I know. He, when he knows he sees a hit or mm-hmm. hears a hit, because he's a record producer, he's got an eye. You know, it's not the ear, just the ear for it. When he knows, he starts crying. Yeah. It emotionally affects him. <laughs> it moves Creepy. him. So we've been telling him. our boss, we've been telling our boss and our music director every time they they do their weekly music listening. We walk in, we're like, where are the tears? I don't see no tears. You guys crying yet? Because if you ain't crying, it ain't a hit. Uh, hello, who's this? What's going on? Hi, yes, this is Keegan. Hey, what's up, Keegan? Good um, name. I just, <laughs> you're all right, it's a confusing name. I, like I just you. wanted to, can you hear me? Yes. yes. Uh, go ahead. Okay, I was like, sorry. Um, I just wanted to comment on the Wikipedia thing. It's so funny how you said that because I'm literally, if I ever die, the browser history will be like, you know, how old is this person? What, you know, do they have any siblings? Where were they growing up? It's like ridiculous. I am like fanatic. I have to pause everything. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I have to Google everything. Hey, so you, and, just, you and Jeff would be a match uh, made in heaven. Oh is my it? gosh. Well, isn't it cool that you can find all that yes. stuff? I mean, you really can. I've never yeah. really messed with it until, you know, you've mentioned it a few times. And dang it, I, I get, instead of sitting there dumb with a dumb look on my face, trying to think, remember what, what system, oh, who's that? Great. It's just yeah. great to be able to have that resource. It makes my wife so angry. I mean, I will just pause everything and she's like, oh, Jesus, I got I know that I it, it. it's not yeah. good. It's not conducive to watching TV with other people. No, you. It's no. it's an alone activity because if you start doing that, I because I've done that occasionally while watching stuff with my husband, and he's like, "Can we just? Can you do your homework later?" Or like, yeah. You, know, like, you got to turn right. the. You got to give the remote to the other person. Yeah. I always have to do that if, if I'm watching. If I'm hanging out with a. It's girl, amazing. I'm like, you got to take the remote for me. I'm going to rewind everything. Do you guys ever update the stuff? Because you can update, right? Personally, no. or is there was other people that can? Is that a different? No, you can do it. It's just I never feel like. What are you gonna? What are you? I was gonna what say. What am gonna, I gonna add? What are we gonna add? <laughs> what I don't gonna know. Say? Someone's gotta add something. I make up stuff. Well, that's what I always say. Who are the people? Thank God for the people 
who are building the world, the people who up to, who add stuff to Wikipedia mm-hmm. and the people who upload stuff to YouTube, that's not BS. Yeah. Not the unboxers. Those people need to go away. <laughs> the guy where you try and look up a deal like, how do I use the new iPad Pro? And then 99% of the YouTube how-tos are the guy unboxing it. Oh, it. This is uh, Geek27. You can subscribe to my website. Here's me unboxing the new iPad Pro. You're seven minutes into it, and you're like, dude, yes. you're not telling me anything about the iPad Pro. You just got it. You bet. You're no different than me. Yeah, those guys definitely need to go. But so. the people who actually upload informative stuff to YouTube, oh, my God, those are the... Those are the info geniuses that are teaching the world how to do things. Don't you use? Yeah, because don't you use YouTube how to? to oh yeah. Cook every meal. I use YouTube to cook yeah, meal. And deal. home improvement. Home improvement. Wire a house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fix your car. Yeah. Uh, do at home surgery. It's, it's all YouTube. <laughs> home surgery. You have actually used it for home surgery, so that is not a stretch. If your radio sounds funny, it must be the Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Gonna be one big party. So Adele is going to be on Ellen DeGeneres today and uh, opening up about her botched Grammy Awards performance on Monday night. Um, You know, she tweeted about it afterwards saying, you know, blank happens. But uh, Adele admits on the episode today that she actually took things really hard. She said, I cried pretty much all day Tuesday. Was it that bad? I watched it. I I didn't think she it was She was terrible. off. It's the world stage. It's the Grammys. It's a big deal. You know, you're, everybody's waiting, watching. The expectations are high. I guess Adele revealed while taping uh, the segment with Ellen Uh, She's like, I kept on spontaneously bursting into tears, but she also clarified that um, she she said even if it had gone well, she probably would have cried as well because she's just she's somebody who cries. But she said that the sound went sour after the microphones fell on the piano strings and that she thought about fixing something like I guess in rehearsals, they had told her we're going to double mic the piano on account of the fact that in case one doesn't work, we'll have the backup. So she knew that. And when she started her performance on Monday night, night she heard it and she knew that it was the microphones falling and she thought to herself i should go and fix it but she didn't she said she froze Good lord um it's live television yeah. i think she probably maybe doesn't maybe she's a little nervous about singing that song i think it's not a hello i, I as much as people are probably sick of the song i think she should have sang hello at the grammy so do i and then you put a stake in it move on yep but she should have. I think she should have sung "Hello." Even if she would have nailed it, it would have been a letdown compared to. I just don't the think momentum I... of her coming into the Grammys as the biggest artist, right? That song is not is no. big. It's not a. I don't. Enjoy I hate it, it when they do that. I, I don't like it when they do that. They introduce new music. I mean, it's so iffy. Well, I, I guess mean, you're not familiar right. with it. But so. everyone else sang their hit. I was it's there like, to see "Hello." I mean, I wasn't there. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, was, I, mean, I wanted to see Hello. I'm sure that's a song we call it Burnt, that maybe you guys listening are all sick of it. But, man, she also is a great live artist. Mm-hmm. And she can hammer that song, and it's mm. better live. Yes, sir. Yeah, she's got the so. new song out, but I suppose people who have the album 25 know the, the new song that, you yeah. know, so it... It's just an opportunity for her to sing her latest oh, yeah. quote-unquote hit. Oh, yeah, she we should get have that. She but... should have, since everybody did medleys all night, which I know annoys some people when they do the artists singing medleys. She should have drugged Bieber out there. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> she should have drugged Bieber out there, and they should have done Hello. 
That would have been and great. And let him do, because there's males that cover this song, and he could do it. And do the and do a male part back and forth. Let him do one. I think it would have been that would have been a smash. That would have made up for his cheetah outfit. Oh, geez, that jacket. Just a cheetah. <laughs> Somebody who wasn't at the Grammys that didn't get the opportunity to, for us to say great or not uh, was Rihanna. And now word came Monday late that she would be opting out of performing, and it was um, for medical reasons that her doctor had recommended that she not sing and push. Her vocal cords, but now is coming word. Did she really cancel it for that or because of uh, another issue? She was at Grammy rehearsals that day and apparently sang, sounded great, sang really well, and then decided to bail. TMZ also notes that, you know, Rihanna sang flawlessly just two days before the Grammys. She performed at the Lionel Richie tribute on uh, Saturday. Sources are saying that her voice sounded great during rehearsal, but then she had a meltdown. Something happened. Uh, that she was screaming and hysterical before she bailed on the Grammys. So I don't know if something happened, but she was loudly expressing her displeasure over uh, the rehearsal. So that there's conflicting reports on why Rihanna wasn't there. And Gwen Stefani is saying that uh, Blake Shelton is her second boyfriend ever. Uh, during an interview, she revealed that Blake Shelton is only her second ever boyfriend. She's like, you know, I've only had two boyfriends. And when asked if she has a type, so who, she's like, I don't have a type. Who was the first? Gavin. Uh, was and what a, about that guy that was in the band? Yeah, she said given that they were married for 13 years and had three children together, maybe she isn't counting him. But her first boyfriend was her no doubt bandmate, yeah. that Tony Canal. Okay. Um, they dated for eight years. Yeah. So she dated him for eight years, then she went on to date Gavin, and then they were married for 13 years, and then now she's dating Blake Shelton. So maybe she just considers Gavin not a boyfriend because they were married, but I would consider that. How many um, guys have you, how many have you had? Two. I mean, you got to qualify <laughs> oh, the difference wait. between no. who gets, <laughs> who gets that, who that gets title? The real status. Ooh. I think I've had eight. Eight girlfriends? Eight? Oh, man. I'll think about that one because, uh, <laughs> my, my mind is kind of foggy. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I don't want to get in trouble. A girlfriend is legit. Yeah. It's saying what you're qualifying your relationship. It's not your number. Uh, yeah. Oh, geez. Who gets franchise status? See, there's Gary. <laughs> kidding. Larry. Oh. Which names are you going to put in lights? <laughs> Come back. I, I, need, I really need to think on that one. Yeah, well, do, do you have any time? We might, need to go out to, <laughs> we might need to go out to Werner Park because we're going to need the space. <laughs> Oh. Okay, let's line up the names, starting from left field to right field. Focus. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> Which uh, names do you put on bases? How many girl uh, girlfriends, how many boyfriends have you had, Molly? Gosh, it's been forever since I even thought about right, it. Let's think about that, because I want to know. Um, what, what I have. Look, so we'll come called, back with it. I want to know what I have. Trying to, to dispel. <laughs> <laughs> look over there. Deflect. Look over there. Shiny. Shiny look. <laughs> I'm married. I don't know. I, I've been married for nine years. I don't even know what a boyfriend is anymore. Apparently, uh, apparently Gwen doesn't either. So I'll come back with that number, though. Mm-hmm. I will. Oh, I'm sure. The Big Party Show. Early funny in the morning. Hilarious, man.